Yoo-hoo! Well, I don't know if you guys heard that, but do you ever just sit there and your voice, not your voice, but your throat goes, and you have no idea where it comes from. It's kind of like a rising bubble, but you don't even burp. That just happened. So, uh, there was a time in 2018 that I set a goal for the year to read one book a month, and I I believe I did it. Maybe I, Maybe a couple months, I was a little bit late, but I did that. And then this year, I was like, oh, yeah, no, 2019, I said, oh, yeah, I could do that again. Then I fell off. And then it's it's been taking me a while to get back into that habit just because I don't, I just don't, I don't enjoy just sitting and reading. If I am, like, putting my feet in a creek and I'm reading, sure. If I'm at the beach, I don't even live by a beach, but if I'm at a beach, I, I definitely won't be reading. I'll be sitting there shutting my eyes or looking at people or being in the water all crazy or running back and forth. Um, but I feel, or if I'm like on a bike, I'll do it. And I don't, I don't much do that anymore. So it's, it's, it's tough for me to, to just accept like, Hey, I can sit down and read because I just don't like not moving. Um, anyway, I am reading Atomic Habits. It's been a while for me to finish it and I'm just a few pages away. However, the other day I was reading and I was, it was, you know, you get in the spot of a good book and it's really a page turner, meaning you're just, you're reading through it, you're soaking it all in, you're enjoying it. That was me. So I wanted to share with you kind of what it's talking about because it's called Atomic Habits. And although a lot of this is for more of you as an individual, or you could take it more as an individual, I took this part as me in my business. I mean, it's all individually based because anything that you hear, you can apply to yourself. So anyway, there's this one part where he's talking about boredom. So let me just read a little part for you because he says it best. So just so I'm clear, if you have heard of it or if you want to hear of it, it's called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Now, let me just read you like the the little uh, leaf inside of the about the author page. And it says, James Clear is an author and speaker focused on habits, decision making and continuous improvement. His work has appeared on New York Times, Entrepreneur, CBS This Morning. Obviously, this guy knows what he's talking about. His website receives millions of visitors each month. People he does. He definitely has the clout. People love him. And he speaks all the time. He, um, The Habits Academy is the premier training platform for individuals and organizations that are interested in building better habits in life and work. See, that's where it goes individually or business. Um, James is an avid weightlifter and photographer. He lives with his wife in Columbus, Ohio. He looks like a nice guy. You know, you can judge people by their picture, but he, he does look like a nice guy. So here's the section that I was like, oh, man, I'm feeling this. It says... Mastery requires practice, but the more you practice something, the more boring and routine it becomes. Once the beginner gains once the beginner gains have been made and we learn what to expect, our interest starts to fade. Sometimes it happens even faster than that. All you have to do is hit the gym a few days in a row or publish a couple of blog posts on time and letting one day slip doesn't feel like much. Things are going well. It's easy to rationalize taking a day off because you're in a good place. The greatest threat to success is not failure, but boredom. Ooh, we get bored with habits because they stop delighting us. The outcome becomes expected and our habits become ordinary. We, be, we start derailing our progress to seek novelty. 
Perhaps this is why we get caught up in never-ending cycle, jumping from one workout to the next, one diet to the next, one business idea to the next. As soon as we experience the slightest dip in motivation, we begin seeking a new strategy, even if the old one was working. As some name I can't say, Machiavelli noted, Men desire novelty to such an extent that those who are doing well wish for a change as much as those who are doing badly. And then he goes on and talks about this is known as the variable reward. Um, just, so for an example, slot machines, they constantly give a reward. They constantly look different. They, um, you know, the gambler hits a jackpot every now and then, but not at any predictable interval. Um, the pace of reward varies, so it still keeps it interesting. It still spikes that dopamine. And uh, what's interesting is like, not, not always will these variable rewards create a craving. So you have to either make it desirable or make it more craving appetizing so that you continuously do it. Now, another part that he says is, you need just enough winning to experience satisfaction and just enough wanting to experience desire. So I really took this as I need just enough of the fun times of business, of the events that I do, of the type of events that I'll say yes to, of of uh, going to things and observing them. And I need just enough blog posts or I don't write blogs, but enough podcasts and uh, posts to like make me feel really happy and really enjoy it. However, some of that doesn't bring anything to me other than happiness, which is great, but it doesn't pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? So um, I do have enough wanting of the more tedious things that actually get me some of the results that I really want, which is continuous business and and paying for different business ventures and things like that. And <laughs> I was I actually I sat down and I made a list. And here's the interesting part. As I sat down, I made a list and I said, what makes me bored in business? And I started to think, and it actually took me a few minutes to think about what I'm actually bored by. And I don't know if it's if I'm necessarily bored. And this is what I want you to take from this. This book calls it bored. I call it, I just don't want to do it. It's not that it's boring. And like when I think boring, I think of wah, wah, snoring and do- dazing off because it's so boring, but I'm still doing it. These are just things I just don't care to do. So name it whatever you want so it's effective for you. Some it might be boredom for me. I just said, I don't want to do it. Simple as that. Uh, Some of these things are like, I don't want to get ready every day. I don't want to look what is society's standard of looking presentable because I just don't always feel like that. And I feel like I'm still very productive no matter what I look like. And sometimes I think that that can be a hindrance and I still get nervous like meeting someone for the first time and I'm still in my gym clothes like that's me so anyway I don't know if that has much to do about it but certain things in business and this goes for um, helping my husband out with his business and working with him is working on the website I don't those are just things that I don't necessarily have on my top three woo I'm so excited to wake up so I can x y and z But it's like working on the website. Yes, there are times when I'm working on it and I go, that's really cool to see. There's a countdown on his homepage of how many days until his run. That is very satisfying. So although I walked, although I walked into that situation going, 
okay, I have to add this to his website and figure out how to do that because it takes a long time. It was worth it because there was some reward. So I was very happy about that. Uh, Some other things I don't really like to do or don't want to do simply is manage my social media. You will notice if you are a follower of mine, I do not post every day. I'm not active every day, but when I'm active, it's good. (laughs) That's what I say. And and I used to follow, oh, most of my viewers on my site are here between 9 and 12 a.m. And then I felt almost pressured that I had to pump out stuff and follow the algorithm. However, now I just go, you know, it's been a few days. I'm going to post something, something that's on my mind, something genuine, something authentic, uh, something that I see. Um, I It's more just if I'm thinking about it, I do that. And I do that with Chris's business as well. Whenever we post, we just post when it's convenient for us because whoever is seeing it is going to see it. Does that make sense? So if you are following the algorithm, great for you. Do what works for you, obviously, always. However, for us and for me, it just works better to be more authentic and whoever's going to see it is going to see it and they'll have the reward. And so do we because we did it when we were feeling it and we were in the moment. But I, I just don't care to manage that the way that maybe might bring the most algorithm-like success. I just don't care for it. I don't want to do it. And then draft a contract, draft contracts, draft invoices. Those aren't the funnest there's, there's, you know, just, okay, well, we have to write down, here's the agreement, make sure you go through every single detail so that agreement wise and liability wise, you're covered. And there's just those kind of things. I don't want to do it. And there, I'm sure there's more. I didn't really care to really fill my mind. Now I have the hiccups. Great. Um, I didn't really care to fill my mind with, Hey, we're all, we're all the things that I don't like to do because I started to think of the ones that I did. And I'd rather fill my mind with those. So What I believe is already rewarding in business is the interaction with what you might think of like with clients. When I interact or meet or connect with people via social media in person, that could be anyone who's a vendor or there is there's party planners in the area that I just love and I will always support and I will always like their things and comment and and be fun because they're fun and I want to support them and give them a good algorithm. So uh, there's there's just so many things that I love about that, that connection of, oh, hey, you are someone in my same industry. I'm going to lift you up because you raised me up. And I just want to bring that all together. I think that's so fun. And I, it, I don't know, there's just so much reward in that for me personally. Another thing that I think is already rewarding that gives me let's go back to Atomic Habits. It gives me that winning experience or it gives me uh, the delight, the reward. So other things that I think is recording videos. Thankfully, <laughs> if you follow Chris Avery Coaching, my husband, those are most of the videos that we do record. We we record them on a camera, a very nice Canon camera. And then thankfully, since I don't like to edit, thankfully, my husband actually loves it. He went to filming school for a couple of years. So getting back into it, he's really excited. He's making his own music in the background. He's he's getting really pumped. So thankfully, he loves that. And that's his reward. My reward is the recording. So we kind of fit hand in hand with that. And I, I just think going out and recording and having the mindset of, 
or the, not the mindset, but really, but the perspective of, oh, hey, let's adjust this so it's a little bit better and let's adjust that. And then we clip those together and it, it's just, it's really fun. And it's fun to kind of scope out new areas, find out, oh, well, this, because what's, what's interesting, here's a fun fact. Chris was in filming school for a couple of years. I ended up in high school, my freshman year. I think this was a last minute thing, but I was in a class called TV Productions 1. And I ended up taking that for two, maybe three years. But <laughs> it was just really where we learned how to operate a video camera, how to make music videos, how to make music, how to make um, videos and edit them, then how to render them. And we watched a couple of movies. Like I remember I watched Casablanca for the first time in that class, and we depicted how well the movie that was or the way that they cinematically did it. So I don't know. There's just there's some really cool rewards for me and Chris to kind of go into this and nerd out just a little bit because I remember, oh, this is a good skewed perspective. And here's here's a three quarter screen. And anyway, nerding. So <laughs> the next thing that I thought of is podcasting. And some might think, you know, Melanie, maybe you just like to talk and you record it. And, you know, I'm going to say that's probably true. I just, I enjoy sharing what I have because I do think it'll be beneficial and it's fun to share and it's fun to find out what else people are doing. If you remember last week or the week before, my controversial thought about anxiety is what the podcast is called, but I have had a few people reach out to me. We've had very interesting and awesome conversations about what anxiety is and how people are using the term. And it's been it's been eye-opening and it's it's been really fun. So I enjoy that part of podcasting, but also just having a place where where my husband and I and I can have a journal and I can share my thoughts and uh hopefully help others who are out there and open your perspectives to the business or event world or just so if you hire an event planner even if you live in Kentucky you have an insight an inside scoop on what goes through an event planner's mind no I'm not what who you're hiring in Kentucky but I do have that kind of mindset of I know events I go into events I plan events I've done many I've been a part of many um, there will be many that I'll go into so it'll only expand more However, I just want to give that inside look on, oh, what what's something to watch out for? Or how could I handle this on my own? So I, I know that's happening and it's happening more. So I'm really happy for that. And I'm really, that's a huge reward when people do reach back out or my mom calls me and, and she talks about, hey, on your podcast, I really like this and here's why. And it's, that's a huge reward. The last thing I wrote was eventing. Not inventing, but eventing. <laughs> And this means when I event, and I'm using it as a verb, I don't know if anyone's done that before, so trademark, but when I event, I, mm, let's see, there's some people who love to be an event planner, like Sarah. Sarah is such a good event planner in the organizational way that she gets the clipboards and the paperwork and um, the name tags and stuff like that. Like she thinks of those a lot more than I do. I still think of them, but she thinks of them like in the detail and more. And at events, I may talk more. <laughs> and I think I noticed this the past couple ones we've done, but I am such a like, hey, let's connect and let me make a friend with you, make you feel comfortable, uh, kind of like a, a hostess of sorts in the welcoming committee and I have I've been an MC many a times because I'm very confident in that area and that those are just the strengths that I bring and they're strengths that Sarah brings and they come together and they flourish. 
And I think it's really fun to event because that's where I feel like I really light up. And every once in a while, it's kind of tough when I'm in the background because I don't want to take the spotlight. I'm not going to because it's not an event that Melanie is hosting, but it's an event for someone else. But I will go 200% in the background. You better believe it. Sometimes even if they say like, hey, there's going to be music, but don't dance. I'm just secretly going to be dancing in the back because that's just who I am. (laughs) Can't stop me. Anyway. Let's get back to this. <laughs> what what James Clear talks about in Atomic Habits is uh, variable rewards. Here, here I'm reading this, so this is not my words. Variable rewards or not, no habit will stay interesting forever. We all know that. It's very true. Um, no diet is interesting forever. <laughs> forever, forever. If it is forever, you're a very committed person. I want to get to know you and find out what you do. Um At some point, everyone faces the same challenge on the journey of self-improvement. You have to fall in love with boredom. So this is where I was like, huh, interesting. Very interesting because if you fall in love with the boredom, you fall in love with everything because if you fall in love with the worst, you really enjoy it all. And it, it that might be tough to say, but like I said, it's not the word boredom to me because that doesn't mean as much as I don't want to do it. So if I fell in love with working on the website, I would not only mentally enjoy it more and have a greater time, but I might get more out of it and I might start to turn that around and teach other people. That might open opportunities for me to uh, get on the phone with someone in the, you know, contact us because you need help on this website and then I can make a connection there and I can... Uh, just learn how to learn how to use a website. You know what I'm saying? And I can learn to love managing the social media platforms because I never know what's going to open out of those doors. I might find something that will be groundbreaking and push us to that next step where we need to or want to be in business. I, well, I don't, I don't really like to draft a contract still, but if I learn to love that, I may put more detail and time into those so that presenting Lee? That's not a word. The way they're presented is pleasing to the eye so that the client goes, wow, this looks very professional. This looks very clean. It's very clear what I am signing this contract for, what is being delivered, what I'm giving. So those kind of things, you just learn to fall in love with boredom. I think that is something that is very crucial and I love it. And then the last thing that he says in this chapter, as almost the last sentence he says and get this he says professionals stick to the schedule amateurs let life get in the way and i recently saw this meme or this little picture go around and it's a bar graph if you don't know what that is just picture two lines one is a lot longer than the next the one that is very full or longer or taller it says maybe i should just pull it up or find it or link it but it it says something in the sense of uh, small business owners who who stay motivated or who do everything every day, and the shorter line, smaller, tinier little line and and circle, whatever, it says those who give up easily. If that doesn't make sense, I'm gonna see if I can find it and put it in these this episode notes. However, that is so true for those who stay motivated and work on their business and push. They're the ones who become an overnight success after 20 years. It took 20 years to become an overnight success. That is a very common phrase that I have used, that I've read, that I've talked with Chris. I think Chris probably said, read this book, and it was in a book first, and I read that a few years ago, but it's so true. Nike was not big on the first day that Nike was born. 
Not one bit. If you read Shoe Dog, which is the story of Nike, you'll find out how all over the place that was and how long it took. It very good book, by the way. Um, brings you to tears and and laugh. I know Chris was crying when he read it. I loved it. Uh, so just think about that. Just think about the time that it'll take to do those tedious, bored, boring, and things that you just don't want to do. But they definitely will pay off and they'll put you in front of and ahead of so many other places and things and people, your competitors, anything else. You just can't give up. You can't slow down. Well, if you slow down, it's totally fine. I totally get it. I'm a reward type of person. And this is something that Chris has taught me more that if we have a couple of days where we're really productive and we're going and we're getting things done and we're crossing it off the list, whatever it is, we feel like we're working hard. We'll say, hey, let's take a couple hours this afternoon. Let's just watch a movie. And that's the beauty of having an entrepreneurship a couple life because we are able to do that or we're able to snuggle in bed and just cuddle in the morning and stay in bed till nine or ten like it's it is the literal best I love it so think of these things if you don't already have it order the book called Atomic Habits by James Clear you will not regret it I am 50 or 40 pages away from finishing and I have applied a lot of the things that are in it Anyone that I know that has read the book has also recommended it very highly. So it's just one of those really good books. If you have another book recommendation, you want me to check it out and I will depict it. Maybe I'll share it. Maybe I'll have you come on the podcast and share it. I'd love to do that. Send it my way. I'll get back into my reading, my books schedule better. Um, Just remember that. I keep saying that, but I really want you to remember that. Maybe the more that I say remember that, you'll remember it. So remember all this. (laughs) We'll catch you next time.